Thank you for listening to Men Talk Women. You could have been listening to like a thousand other podcasts, but you came to this one. Thank you so much. If you haven't already, make sure you go subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, and some other ones. I just can't remember them. Wherever you get your podcast, give us a review and a nice eight, like nine, ten star. I don't know how high they go. I just know whatever the highest is, like give us that one. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Dope and go to reallydopepodcast.com to hear extra audio from this podcast. If you want to leave some extra feedback, you can do that. You can send us a comment or you can make a suggestion about what we should talk about next. Again, that's reallydopepodcast.com. And that is how she was before y'all even got together. She was very domestic. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, I could, I don't, if I knew how to create this behavior. <laughs> Boom! Like, this is, it's season two. This is a, this is pretty amazing. Um, yeah. So, um, what is, uh, what's your relationship status? I am married. <laughs> I am married. All right. And, I mean, how's it been going? Like, what was the, before marriage, what was the, I guess, expectation is the word, versus actually being married? Like, what's different about what you thought? Man, that's a good question. What? Is the reality versus the expectation. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Man, I it's it's a good question because it requires me to go back to those days. Okay. I, I expected um, to have a companion. I expected to uh, have dual income. I expected uh to have sex every day. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, I expected to have a unique friendship. Mm-hmm. I expected to have a lot of freedom. Okay. These were my expectations. Okay. Yeah. And then the reality would <laughs> yes is what not all bad. The reality is, I do have a companion. Okay. I yeah. do have a special and unique friendship. Right, right, right. I do not have sex every day. <laughs> okay. Uh, I do not have combined income. Okay. No, my wife uh, stays home with the baby. Yeah. I go to work. Um, but the things that I am most satisfied by are things that I could have never expected. Hmm. Okay, like like what? Give me an example of what did didn't you expect? I did not expect consistency. I did not know that I would be satisfied so much by consistency. Uh, There's a certain satisfaction that I get from knowing that my wife is there. Oh wow! Okay. That I can count on her. She's a, a stable facet in my life, and after only being married for. Um, about two years now, it is the most stable thing in my life. My, my job has changed in those last two years. My yeah. apartment's changed in those last two years. Um, I had a baby in the last two years. My brother had a baby in the last two years. Okay. The only 
the only stable relationship, the only stable aspect of my existence has been my marriage. And, yeah. I, and I can foresee that being even more rooted and more um, real after 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. I might look back and be like, the only thing that stayed the same yeah. was my relationship to my wife. Yeah. So I, I look forward to that. I, I appreciate that. And, that. and it's not something I expected. It's not even something I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can... I can understand that, where it's like, uh, um, it could be after, I don't know, a hard day at work, after, you know, un, you know, um, things going on with, you know, finances or kids or, you know, extended family or anything, you do know, like, all right, when I go home, I know who's going to be there, mm-hmm. and, um, it, you know, whether we talk about what I'm going through or not or whether or whatever, I just know that's the face I'm gonna see. Yeah. You know, um when I when I get home. That's uh that's funny. Go ahead. You hit it on the head, it's when I get home. Yeah. That's really it. Uh, that's the consistency. And I I I have a, a mental exercise. I leave everything outside when I walk through the door because I know my wife's not with me at work. She yeah, doesn't care yeah. about what, I, what, I, <laughs> what I'm doing there. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't care about the people there. You know, I, mm-hmm. might, I might tell her about them, but they're more like fictional characters in a storybook. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, there's no real emotional attachment or the stresses of my workplace are real. So I, I always forget all of that as I walk in the door and then there's there's my wife and it's, it's like we pick up right where we left off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I rem. Okay, so let me let me ask this: Did you get? Because this was something I got. I don't know where I got this from. We probably went to some sort of marriage thing or marriage. I don't know, training or counseling or something. And um, they asked us about where we got our picture of marriage. So I'll pose mm-hmm. the same question to you: What what did you? Your image of marriage came from you know where? Yeah, it came from my mom and dad. They uh, are they still together? Yes, they are. Okay, yeah. still together. So you you kind of grew up with um, this example of stable a stable couple. Yeah. Who did you see them? I don't know. Argue or any any mm. I don't know. Discuss or talk or kiss or anything. Yeah, I saw them kiss. I saw them have some heated uh, conversations. Right. Uh, they argued and. Uh, they had their ups and downs, obviously, but as a kid, I considered all of that to just be normal parental behavior. Yeah. And now as a married adult, I found out that they were being very forgiving and very patient with each other. Yeah. And very merciful and and very considerate and understanding. And now I, I can take their example and really put it to practice. Yeah, yeah. Mama, because I didn't see... I had never seen my dad raise his voice, like yell. Ah. I've, I do not have any memory um, of my dad yelling. Whether it was at me, my sister, um, talking to my mom, never, I've never heard my dad yell. So it, it got me to... I think I was talking to my mom one day about them kind of having conversations 
And they definitely argued, but what I found out what from her was they did it in the bedroom. They mm-hmm. argued or, or had conversations or arguments or whatever there. They did not do it in front of us. Yeah. Um, now, that's different than me in my marriage. Me and Kamika definitely have conversations in front of the boys. It doesn't get crazy. And if if we think it's, it's going to get deep, then we say, let's go to the back or we'll say, let's wait till later. Yeah. But um, a lot of times we don't pause. If it's something pretty easy, we don't pause it. We just get through it. Uh-huh. Um, and then we try to give the boys both you know, so they can see both. They may see us like kind of, you know, at odds, but you're also going to see us say, all right, you're right, I'm sorry. Or, all right, okay, I see. You know, you're going to see that yeah. as well. And if anything is deeper than that, then we'll go We'll go to the back with it. So I got, similar to you, I got my example of, you know, a relationship, you know, from, you know, them. So with that being said, did your dad, like who taught you about, women or how to interact with them how to treat them you know what to say did you have like an uncle who was like hey let me tell you a little i mean like what what where'd you get your lessons from that's such a good question because i've never actually considered (laughs) obviously i learned from somewhere yeah I learned how to talk to women. Is it okay if I say it was them R&B albums by Genuine of course. and R. Kelly? <laughs> of course. And, uh, yeah, man. Okay. That was it. It that was, was that R&B from the early 2000s. Yeah. Man. It was uh, BET Music Videos. Ah. Yeah. Putting you up on game, letting yeah, you know that, what that was how it was supposed to be, uh, you know. Um, wow, I know that's terrible. Right? No, 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 <laughs> not, not terrible. Real. No, 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 that's it's not real. terrible because the, the, I'm sure everybody has some I'm sort not of the only one. <laughs> right. You definitely not the only one, you know. Um, but it just goes to show that yes, our parents, you know, if we're fortunate enough to have both of them they give you some sort of you know picture um but as you grow up and spend more time outside of the house there are other people other influences that you you know have i'm asking because when i talked about the question about where your picture um of a relationship comes from that would probably i would assume that would probably be a question more directed towards um Women, in the case of they probably get a lot of information from, you know, movies or, you know, yeah. Cosmopolitan where they're like, this is how you get him or this uh-huh. is how you keep him or this is how you find out if he's cheating on you or this is how you, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's like, well, do guys get the information about girls the same way? You know, what are guys doing? So this is kind of like, you know, me asking. Yeah. Where does that? Where did that? You know, come from? So you say R and B. You know, that's. <laughs> you know, I don't know because me. Yeah. I don't remember a whole lot of conversation with my dad about girls. I remember two significant, you know, conversations. One was in terms of how I communicate, and he was telling me, focus on the girl. If you're talking to the girl, 
or talking to a girl, don't do anything else. And that's because he walked in on me on the phone talking to a girl, but I was playing a video game at the same time. Mm -hmm. Now, in my mind, I picked a game that was simple enough for me to have a conversation. <laughs> and still win, because it was all about the game. <laughs> no, it was about her, but I didn't want to sit and do nothing. I didn't want to just hold the phone. Yeah. I wanted to you know do something else so i turned on something really simple so i can hear and focus on what she was saying yeah. and when he walked by he was like are you on the phone and i was like yeah he was like well turn the game off if you're on the phone be on the phone like talk to her don't wow. do anything else and i still remember that because it was something that you know stuck with me like oh okay i guess i shouldn't do that yeah um the other time was I th was when a girl took advantage of me. She, I had money on me, like probably $20. And some kind of way, after me interacting with this girl, I didn't have the money anymore. I don't know. I, I forgot what we were doing. I don't know. But I was like, yo, you got... You got my money. Like, give me my, you know, money back. And she was like, no, nah, I ain't got it. I don't have it. Da, 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 da. And I didn't find it. But I was like, I know I had my money before us arguing or talking or whatever. So, like, what happened? Yeah. And when I told my dad, he was like, he said, well, that's just a lesson for you. You got to, first of all, be careful. And you got to realize sometimes if people can take advantage of you, they will, so you gotta protect yourself, you know. And that was a that was another lesson. Like, oh man, like because me, I'm young, and I'm a, I was a nice guy. I'm not gonna take nobody's money. Like, why would you do that? Da, da, yeah. da. But he was like, I mean, you everybody ain't like you. You Gosh. gotta keep up with your stuff, keep up with your money, like that type of thing, you know. And I think it was even more My so. Goodness, how old were you? I was in high school, so this is probably. Sophomore year when twenty dollars was enough to last a, a month. <laughs> it was yeah, you know, it was especially for uh, just a kid yeah. who didn't have, you know. I would hold twenty for two months. <laughs> Seriously. So yeah, so it was one of those things where I, he was telling me to you know pay attention, look out for yourself, look out for your things, and I even think there was some undertone of every girl ain't a good girl. Or every girl doesn't, wow. you know, that type of thing where he was like, you just got to be careful. You got to pay attention, you know. Um, so it was just certain things like that where, where, you know, every now and then he would give me kind of these these gems or these, you know, little informational nuggets just to kind of help me when I was, you know, get, getting into, you know, interacting with girls. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, I kind of I kind of take the same approach now with my my oldest son, Caleb, because he's 11. So he's not he's not like girl crazy, but he does have a girl that he likes. Like I told him the other day, yeah. he so a couple months ago, he said, I got a girlfriend. And Kamika told me and I was like, OK, who we were like, who is this girl? Why do you like her? Because she's smart. And because she's pretty and because she's funny and, you know, those types of things. Well, these are the same characteristics he told us he when he liked the girl from a year ago. 
So first of all, we were like, Caleb, if you like every girl who's smart, pretty, and yeah. funny, you're going to like everybody from now until forever because they only get nicer and smarter and prettier from here. <laughs> so you gotta have yeah. a little. You gotta have some. You gotta have different reasons. Those are good qualities. We're glad that you are paying attention to those qualities, but you, you gotta. It's gotta be a little more if you want this person to be your girlfriend. Yeah. So he's like, uh, if that's your girlfriend, you joined into this relationship, you need to go and break up with her. Oh, man. You can you tell your 11-year-old he got a, I did. a girl? I told him. I said, you, you joined in it. You got to go and break it off. You can blame, You can even blame it on daddy. You can say, my daddy said I can't have a girlfriend, but you got to, whatever. You're funny, you, smart. And <laughs> you got to go in it. You ain't good enough. Because we were telling them, you, this, this lets us know you're not ready yet. <laughs> so then maybe two what kind of answer would have let you know he was ready no answer because I know you're not ready because you're, ready. you're 11 <laughs> like you're not but I, I can call it off <laughs> I, can, I can I know about what you're saying so like three weeks ago he, he lets us know again okay I think I'm ready for a girlfriend yeah so I was on FaceTime with Kamika and I I immediately said nah so Kamika was looking at me like, why'd you say that? Like you you maybe you kind of crushing him or breaking him. So I, I thought about it, I was like, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I said, I need to have another conversation. So we went, I don't know where we went the other day. I went to the gym, he went with me. Um, so we driving back and I said, Hey, get up here. Tell me about this girl that you like, you say you're ready for. Her name is this, and this is why I like her. And I'm like, why? And I'm a I'm big on questions. If you're gonna be cool with me, friends with me, married to me. If you're going to be my son, my kids, like whatever, you going to know I'm going to ask questions. Yeah. So I'm going through it. Like, why do you like this girl? Or why do you want her to be your girlfriend? Because I like her. Okay. Why do you like her? He's giving me all of these, you know, this and because this and she's this. And it's a lot of redundant stuff because he's like, I think I'm answering your question. I don't know. So I said, I think I got to the point to where I asked, I asked him something like, what is her favorite color or what what tell me about yeah. her and he didn't know so i was like you know what this is a great learning opportunity mm-hmm. i said okay i'm not gonna tell you you can't have a girlfriend but i'm gonna tell you you're not at that stage yet because you don't know anything about her this would be different if you knew something about her do you know her you know you're 11 yeah. do you know her birthday do you know her middle name do you know what favorite food what wow. if food is something you haven't talked so he was like I don't we don't really talk about that we just go outside and play I said well that is the beginning yeah. of having a girlfriend you gotta know about her yeah because if you say you're gonna be your girlfriend I mean you want her to be your girlfriend tomorrow and you find out she's mean then that's because you didn't know you didn't who she was. know who she was so you gotta talk to her more you gotta ask her these types of questions so then after you know about her and then you you want to move forward. Now you're on the road to being ready for a girlfriend. So uh, I was like, let me take this opportunity, not to shut him down, but to teach him about how to get to know somebody, because he don't know. He's just 11, wow. you know. So, um, I mean, a- as a father, you know, since this is, of course, this is men talk women. A part of that is. What am I teaching my kids about women or mm-hmm. how to get to know, you know, women? You know, he's looking for the right stuff, yeah. but am I, am I going to help him or am I just going to be like, you ain't ready. Wait till you're 14. 
Yeah. Well, you, he he gonna have to know something at fourteen too. You're right. You know, because maturity and age are not synonymous. You know, so that's kind of. Now that I think about it, I, my dad did instill in my mind that that marriage was permanent. Hmm. I don't know how he did it. I don't know if there was a specific conversation that we had, but I always knew from my dad to me, his son, that marriage is nothing to play with. So I was able to recognize the difference between a girlfriend and a wife. And I was able to understand that just because you're a good girlfriend doesn't mean you'll be a good wife. Mm. There are different characteristics in that. And it started to shape the things that I would look for in a girlfriend because obviously girlfriends become wives. Mm -hmm. And my dad really did that for me. Um, so, I just, I, gosh, now that I have a daughter, I'm thinking, you know, like, I'm going to have to be a real example for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not just because I want to be, but intentionally yeah. making that happen. I hear the story of how you're talking to your son. I'm like, man, that's a, that's intentionality. Yeah, you know, it, I, I want him, I don't, because I don't want to be... Him to be afraid to talk to me about girls, you can't. Like I need you to be, you know, open with me. So rather than saying no, 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 let's in a way teach him how to pick a good girlfriend. If it, if it's coming, yeah. if it's gonna be in the you know down the line, I need to teach him how to pick a good one. You know. So when when you talk about, you know. Just because she's a good girlfriend doesn't mean she's going to be a good wife. What are some things that you recognize and you thought would make your wife a good wife before you guys were married? Yeah. First, I'm going to start with what makes him a good girlfriend. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can completely relate to Caleb, your your son, in this situation. Yeah. As you know, we just go outside and play. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? She likes what I like. Right. We sit around and we talk about the stuff we like. We mm -hmm. don't talk about each other. Right. We don't talk about right. ourselves. Exactly. We just talk about the stuff we like. Mm -hmm. We wear the same clothes. <laughs> we go to the same school. <laughs> we sit in the same classroom. Yeah. And, we, and then, you know, that's that's the stuff that makes it uh, easy to be friends with. Right. Girl, you know? And even I that, I told him, I said, listen. <laughs> that's, that's just... That's just because you go, you're in the same class mm -hmm. with these people... You say, even your friends, you say these people are your friends. To be honest, these people are your friends by accident. Of it's not because you chose them. Yeah, I changed your school and you ain't going to have that exactly. no You and left it. Exactly. <laughs> and then you're going to have another one. So, why? going to be in your class. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, go. Good girlfriend. Like, what, what do you say? So, what in you order say? to have a good girlfriend, she just, it's just a proximity effect. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Seriously, it just has to be there. There, you know? right. And then y'all be friends. Yeah. Y'all like the same stuff. Um, but it's different for a wife. Right. Um, I think, when I was looking for my wife, I was looking for spiritual things. Okay. I was looking for a real spiritual connection. Um, hmm. I was I was looking for a woman who could be on my level spiritually. I, 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 we are all spiritual beings. Right. We have different levels of, of spiritual experience, and and we have obviously different spiritual perspectives. Mm -hmm. So I was really hoping to find a woman who was spiritually compatible with me. Right. Uh, and then I'll, I'll tease that out in some details. I'm Christian. I believe in the Bible, so I wanted her to be a Christian and believe in the Bible. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted her to come 
from a church home where she was used to the rhythm of going to church on Sundays. I wanted her to be comfortable in prayer. Mm-hmm. That's opening her mouth and talking to God. And I wanted her to be comfortable with me doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just some of those those things that that are so common deep in the core of the Christian community that are so foreign to those far from it. I knew that I would need those things. Otherwise, any woman I met know I was absolutely nuts. <laughs> right. Because I'm convinced it's the Christians who are the crazy ones. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I just had to be upfront with yeah. these girlfriends. Be like, yo, I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Giving com- away money and stuff. <laughs> For real. Com- so compatible um, on, on a spiritual side, what um, like what character... Mm, what other characteristics, you know, were you looking for? Like when you earlier, when you talked about, I expected to have a lot of freedom. What does that mean? You expected to, what kind of freedom did you expect or were you looking for? Wow. So, yeah, well, I expected to have a lot of freedom. I didn't know that there would be such an interdependency in my marriage that I currently have. Hmm. I was on the impression that, you know, as a single man, I was uh, doing life alone. And as a single woman, she was doing life alone. Okay. And then when we got married, we would still be 100% capable of doing life alone. <laughs> Just Absolutely, living together? Yes. Self-sufficient <laughs> together for forever. You know what I'm saying? Self-sufficient like, together forever. Yes, okay. self-sufficient together forever. So I imagine that there would be an, an extreme amount of freedom on both sides. Yeah. Uh, and now I just recognize that's not how it is. Okay. It's not how it is. And now I recognize that's not how I want it to be. Right. I don't know if I can speak for others, but I speak for myself. That's not how it should be. Right. Um, so just some of the simplest things. Like, man, if I if I want to go hang out with my friends on Saturday night mm-hmm. and we're going to play Super Smash Brothers on Nintendo... It, it needs to be, like, at least Wednesday before I tell my wife <laughs> that there's an opportunity for me to do something on Saturday at 8. Right. And then she will green light or red light that. Right. Legitimately, because she might say something crazy like, I'm going to the army. <laughs> what? And then I'll be like, what? Well, who's going to watch our daughter? And then she'll be like, you are. And then, you know, and now that interdependency is so much bigger than I ever thought it was. Oh, okay. And so much. We, we also, <laughs> we have one money. So that means all of my paycheck is in one bank account with her total access. So she'll go and be like, Hey, I want to order this on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And then she'll text it to me, and I'll be looking at it like, (laughs) I don't want this, but this communication is imperative. Because if we just start hitting the count like one, two, one, two, uppercut, we're going to lose in life. You know what I'm saying? So there's tremendous amounts of dependency um, just in our time and our money. Okay. Let me let me now let me ask. So in I don't know, three years, 
or how many ever years it takes when she gets a job is that is that going to still be how the account works your money and her money are going to go into one account Oh, oh, have y'all talked about that? I'm just curious. I'm curious because <laughs> when you said say, that, I was like, "Wait, what?" I'm gonna say absolutely. You're gonna say absolutely, absolutely because we, yeah. our, that's not our. We don't do that now. Meaning, I have my bank account. She has her bank account. Yeah. And and we budget where yeah. we budget with both amounts, uh-huh. but we just have my direct deposit hits mine, her direct deposit hits hers, uh-huh. and we have a joint. We have, we do have another joint account. Where we yeah. put money from our accounts into this account, okay. but that doesn't mean that the money that I'm that I spend or the money that she spends is somewhere in another universe, yeah. not connected to the budget we've already done. It's just not all in one in, pot, in one account, one checking account. So I was just curious, oh, yeah. So when you said that, yeah, I think we'll keep one account. Okay, I think it's uh, that's our rhythm, that's our flow. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I think it decomplicates some things. I was actually um, the one who moved into her accounts. So obviously we were single people and we had many accounts, debts, credits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like multiple checkings accounts. I'm sure everybody has multiple checkings accounts. These things right. are free. Multiple yeah. savings <laughs> accounts, multiple credit cards. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I closed all of my accounts, all my check-ins accounts, all of my savings accounts, all of my credit cards, closed them. I don't have no accounts. And then I started direct depositing in her accounts. Who and who did, who suggested that? That's the way I wanted it to be. So is it the same if you say you close all yours and then use mine? That, is that the same or was that different? I think it would have been the same. Okay, okay. You, yeah. you, your mind was just focused on consolidating, get everything to I one. Just, I just got a lot of accounts. I just knew that I had way uh, okay, more okay, okay. sophisticated financial portfolio. Okay. And, and I didn't want to have to, like, you know, go down to one and then draw her into that one. It would have okay. been easier for me to just close them all because she only had one account. Okay, okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah, we we combined all of our finances. And so what what's been what's been the hardest thing this last mm. two years? Obviously, for the nature of the question, something's been the hardest. I, I just gotta start by saying that my wife is really, really good to me. Ah, boo. Nah, no, no, I don't. And I, I'm just playing. And, I'm just playing. And, no, and no, no, I'm no. just gonna make it like you know we. We eat home-cooked meals around here. <laughs> My lunch is packed. I go to work with a packed lunch. And, what? And it's taken care of. Laundry is clean. Dishes are washed. Now, are you saying are all of sweat. these things because she does all of these things? She does all of these things. Now, this is a caveat for people listening to the podcast because there may be women listening to the podcast. Markovin is not saying... This is what all women should do. He's saying this is what his wife does. So he's speaking on an individual basis. Yes. Because I don't want people to be like, women ain't women. Women can do whatever they want to do. If you want to make a sack lunch, do that. Yeah. If you don't, because of whatever the reason is, then there you go. This is this yeah. particular situation and relationship. Go. So pack lunches, laundry, yeah, home cooked meals, care of everything clean. Yes. Now, now that and that is. How she was before y'all even got together. She was very domestic. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could. I don't. If I knew how to create this behavior. <laughs> too much powerful <laughs> no that's that's her personality yeah, type. Yeah. so um, is that what you were looking for um no that's okay. what i got that's what you <laughs> yeah so right. it's been easy in that regard yeah uh marriage has been easy for us okay uh the hardest thing is readjusting my social schedule hmm. um I have a number of friends. I have a number of business partners. I have a number of people in my mastermind group. Mm -hmm. That's individuals that I need to talk to regularly about ideas. Right. This is how these ideas come to life. Because different individuals offer different value to my imagination. Mm -hmm. And my imagination is monetized. So... I have to make time for these relationships. Right. And the hardest thing has been submitting to the reality that my number one relationship now is with my wife. Mm -hmm. And now all other people come after her. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be important. Her request of my time is supreme. Yeah. So she might say something like, well, I need you to reach all the way up in the top of the cabinet and get down <laughs> the dishes. <laughs> now, I know she could climb on the counter or get a stool or whatever, but because she has asked that of me, it far supersedes someone who says something like, hey, I want you to come over and play the guitar for the church. Right. Whoa, well, that's probably important, right? Play guitar for the <laughs> church, right? Nope, nope, I'm here. I'm getting the dishes out of the cabinet mm -hmm. for my number one person. That's my wife. So the hardest thing has been um, adjusting in that, in that social aspect mm. of what it means um, to have a wife and to put her first in my relationships. Yeah. And managing my time in that area. Um, and then also getting my friends to understand, like, hey, you're not that important. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? Did they struggle with that? Um, they struggled in understanding. Yeah, because yeah. they're all single. Uh, no, actually. Oh no. <laughs> nah, most of my friends are married. And so even so, the married ones were like, "Why you gotta do that?" Yeah, the married ones were like, really? "Why you gotta do that?" Yeah, the married <laughs> you know what? Every marriage is very unique. Like that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I was describing my money situation. I don't think that's how every marriage is, or, or my wife's uh, domestic personality. I don't think that's how every marriage is, and I don't know if every husband is like you know, giving the wife number one time slot. You know, and <laughs> and, and 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 saying that out loud. Maybe if you did give your wife the number one time slot, she would become domestic. Maybe. Ooh. Is this a formula? <laughs> Sugar, spice, everything nice? Pow. I'm just saying. The ultimate domestic recipe. I know your, you say yours. Was, she was like that coming into it. Yeah. But um, I don't know what it is. I'll say. Not that she's not that her personality is not like that, but it is year two. So it's it's very easy to oh Mark's going to work. Let me make his lunch. I don't have anybody else's lunch to make. 
my lunch i'm not going to eat it now i'm going to eat it later so i can make my lunch later so i don't i will do that you know right now oh we're cooking dinner i'm cooking for two people which is not a lot Mm -hmm. my baby eats baby food she's not eating this so it's it's very easy to make dinner and lunch for two people now that and that doesn't mean that in four years it's going to be that way, you know, then, because I don't know what it's going to be in four, in four years. You're going to have yeah. a four-year-old, you know? Yeah. So that's going to make the dynamic of the relationship, you know, different. Um, in four years, she could be working because that's another element. I don't work. I, I have time yeah. and energy to, to, I can make your lunch and cut it up into four squares and, and uh-huh. peel that, your apple for you and cut it in six slices. I can yeah. do all of that because I got uh-huh. time. Versus four years from now, I'm working and we have a four-year-old. So now everything is drastically you know different. So now I may need you to, you know, to help and cook to, to out of the days, you know, or don't do that. I may need you to take over the laundry now and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I know that you, you, people change change, and, and people will continue to change in, in the, you know, the relationship and the dynamic of the relationship changes. That's probably something that when I got married, I didn't understand or I wasn't aware of as far as, Oh, life is is bending you, and life is shaping you into the person you know that you are. You know, and I always tell people that's one of the things that that contributed to us struggling in the beginning because we didn't go into it. Now we're newlyweds, and now we get to be together for two years, and now we're going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. We went into it as mommy and daddy, yeah. so the time that we should have been putting into us and building us as a couple we didn't get because I had to be daddy you had to be mommy you know um and then since then because kids got have gotten older jobs have changed the requirements at the jobs have changed so that changes your whole time schedule what time you get off during the day changes your whole schedule because then that that affects how much time at at the end of the day you have to do whatever you need to do, blah, 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 blah. Two boys changes everything, you know. A three-year-old and a six-year-old is different than an eight-year-old and an 11-year-old, yeah. you know. So there's a lot of things that are probably different for you and your relationship than a lot of other people, you know. So when you say, I got to stay so I can take these dishes, mm-hmm. they're like, what are you, talk- what are you talking about? Hey. Just get over here. What are you- why is it a... <laughs> What? And you're like, nah, you know, and you're taking the time mm-hmm. to kind of lay that foundation. Like, nah, I need to give her some time. Maybe I can come in 30 minutes. Maybe I can come. 30 days, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 30 days. Okay, so do y'all, what kind of relationship do you have as far as do you want to be around each other as much as possible? Is there a limit? Do, you know, what types of, do, do, do do each of you need to have your separate time for at least like an hour in it? Like so, I mean, what is that like? Man, no, we don't need no separate time. <laughs> no, we don't, we no don't, time. don't need no separate time. Okay. Um, I think that's per my personality type, though. 
because where I can do alone time with other people, I know that sounds funny, but okay. it's because the way I find rest and leisure is in my mind. So I can read a book. Obviously, I'm not going to be paying attention to my wife if I'm reading a book. Right. But if I'm reading a book with her, then that's alone time in my mind. Oh, wow. Or I will sit and play the guitar, and she is in the room. She might even be singing along. Mm -hmm. But that is the time that I'm being re-energized. Mm -hmm. So many times, um, she'll be cooking, and I'll be playing the guitar. And, you know... To my wife's personality, she likes to cook. She will bake cookies from scratch. She will make okay. apple cakes. She'll make peach cobblers. Okay. She'll make full five-course meals with appetizers and salads and entrees and desserts and custom-made smoothies from fruits that she gathered. And this is fun for her. This is the, this is the culinary art. Have you ever seen the cooking shows that you watch on TV and you're like, man, I like looking at that stuff? There are people who like doing that, and that's what she likes to do. So she's in there, you know, playing, and she doesn't even eat this food. She just cooks it because it's pretty. And I'll be playing the guitar. Seriously, yeah, she doesn't even eat Bruh, it. Bro, I know there are people food. listening to this like, where? <laughs> Where the hell was this woman from, and how do I go get one? She's from, like, she's from an island. She's from Hispaniola. She was born in Haiti. Yeah, she's an island girl. Man. The, the exotic Caribbean. That's where you need to look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm go there. Go to Haiti. Uh, so, Sheesh. I also, like you said, man, people change. People yeah. will change. I don't know if it's going to be like this forever, you know. Um, and I was giving uh, one of my coworkers some advice. And he's dating this girl and stuff. And I told him, you should know after three weeks of getting to know this girl, if you want to know her more. Because that's okay. just a one-sided thing. You yeah. know? Like After three weeks, you should know if you want to know her more. After about three months, you should know if she wants to know you more. <laughs> okay. Okay. So after about three months, you two should have an idea if you are into each other. Okay. And that's when you need to say, am I willing to learn about this person forever? Am I willing to change with her? Mm -hmm. Because now you're getting into the point where six months of dating or a year of dating or two years of dating, you're not the person you were when you started dating. Mm -hmm. You're already in the change cycle of life. So once you get married, you need to know that you're not going to be the same person 10 years later. You're, you are going to change with your spouse. Yeah. So what you're looking for in your spouse, is this somebody I'm willing to change with? Because mm. okay. I know in 20 years, I will not be who I am today. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about changing and evolving as an individual. And I, I'm also excited about changing and, and evolving as a married couple. Yeah. I think that um, that's something you got to know you're signing up for. Yeah. Yeah. This has been Men Talk Women. Support for this podcast comes from me. 
uh, actually, because it's my podcast. But if you want to support the podcast, we would greatly appreciate that. Go to reallydopepodcast.com to donate or fill out the form if you want to sponsor an episode. Thank you very much and see you next time.